Tis the season, gamers. Welcome to the Graveyard. I'm the Graveyard Gamer. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Graveyard Gaming. This week, you know I did one last year. I want to do it again this year. I'm doing what games do I hope to find under the Christmas tree for me this year? Whether it's my wife or old Saint Nick. These are the games that I'm most excited for picking up during the Christmas season. Hopefully, they're there when I wake up. And I also have a kind of a, a big item I'd love to see under there as well, if old Saint Nick can help me out. And then, you know what, I'm not going to do a graveyard shift this time. I feel like you guys have heard me talk about Assassin's Creed Valhalla enough. However, I do want to talk about the trophy of the month. I'm going to give it away here. It's going to come from Assassin's Creed. I think it's a pretty fun choice between two, actually, this time that I have. So with that being said, let's actually talk about some of these games that I want under the Christmas tree. So gamers, I got to tell you, when it comes to Christmas... I'm a little bit thrifty throughout the year. My wife is even more thrifty. So Christmas time ends up working out well for me. Sometimes I get games that have been out for several months because they've got that big old sale price and it just makes it so much easier for her to say, yeah, sure, I'll throw that under the tree. But the first one on my list, guys, is Tony Hawk Pro Skater, the HD collection of one and two. I got to say, a few months ago, me and Mr. C, we did that skateboarding episode, Mr. C from Gaming with Mr. C on YouTube, that is, and... It sucks because the day we recorded that is the day that I found that I could check out and rent Tony Hawk Pro Skater. So I got a chance to play it, and man, I absolutely loved it. I wish I could have talked more about it on the show is what I'm getting at, but I've talked about it in some of my graveyard shifts since then. I just had a ton of fun with it. I mean, it instantly brought back muscle memory from 20 years ago. I had so much fun with it. In fact, if you guys remember, I told the story on a graveyard shift about my oldest son who just thought he was going to be so cool and come in there and kick my butt in it we played a game of horse we changed the name to juicy turd and that has been his nickname for the last few months but i just think from even playing him in multiplayer and trying out some different stuff would be a lot of fun just kind of spending that time with him but just in general i love skateboarding games this seems like an awesome game now i still hold true to what i said in that episode mr c is i do prefer the controls of skate i think that gets you just more into the game and more enjoying it but once i started playing tony hawk a few months ago it just it genuinely felt like wow this is just fun it's kind of like if you compare uh madden to blitz if you remember blitz back in the day one is very simulation one is very arcadey they're both fun in their own right i might prefer the simulation of skate but i still had a ton of fun with tony hawk and since we don't have a skate coming anytime soon I'm definitely looking forward to seeing this under my Christmas tree. Now the next game is Kingdom Hearts 3. And I'll tell you, I'll be 100% honest with you. If you guys listen to the show, there's the review for Kingdom Hearts 1 out here. And I got to the last boss fight and I couldn't get past them. And I will say, I got a little frustrated. As much as I loved that game, the last couple of levels kind of annoyed me because it was, it was very frustrating. As a guy that was doing everything in the game up until that point, I felt like I should have been more than capable of taking out the the final couple bosses but they really just kind of whooped my butt getting to the last boss and not being able to get i think it was three out of seven different types of fights you fight with them only making it to that stage it really was deflating uh, i hope to one day just kind of load that game up maybe go do some of the coliseum challenges kind of level up some more but i'd walked away at that point but I still really did enjoy that game. I want to put that out there. Going to Kingdom Hearts 2, if you remember from a few months ago, I played that game. And to be honest with you, the beginning was such a slog. And then the ending, the final couple hours, just felt way too extended. 
However, there was a lot of time in the game that I absolutely enjoyed what they did. I thought there was a lot of improvements to Kingdom Hearts 1. And I did actually finish Kingdom Hearts 2. Let me put that out there. So I do want to try Kingdom Hearts 3. Hulking Yoda, Lost at Sea Gaming, right here on Anchor. He's talked to me many times about Kingdom Hearts 3. He's a big Kingdom Hearts fan. He thoroughly enjoyed Kingdom Hearts 3. So I do want to jump in there. I want to close that trilogy out. I do have the ones for that came on the PlayStation 4 collection for the ones that were like on the 3DS and the PSP. So I still would like to try those games out, but I'm not too concerned with those. But I gotta admit, Kingdom Hearts 3 really, the idea of playing through the Toy Story world, the Pirates of the Caribbean world, some of those worlds just really have me excited to play that game. So I'm definitely hoping that is under the Christmas tree as well. Now the next game is actually a newer game on this list. That's right, it's actually a game that came out this year. And it is Watch Dogs Legion. Now, here's the interesting thing. I only played about an hour of Watch Dogs 1 and Watch Dogs 2. I'm not a huge fan of the series. And I don't say that in a slight way like I didn't like them. But Watch Dogs 1 came out and I was still on a PS3 and it wasn't getting good reviews. So when I finally got the chance to play it on a PS4, it was a rental. And I had so many PS4 games that I was trying to play that after about an hour, it kind of got lost in the shuffle. I liked what I played. I just never went back to it. Watch Dogs 2, I tried out the demo and thought it was cool, but it wasn't enough to make me go, oh, I gotta have this game right away. So, with Watch Dogs Legion, honestly, it was the mix of Hulking Yoda and Mr. C talking about how much they enjoyed it, especially Mr. C, he's got a great review out there for it. And I love the idea of it kind of being that Shadow of Mordor nemesis system where, you know, you can just pick anybody and kind of recruit them and, and swap between them. I think that just sounds amazing. Uh, especially seeing it in action and seeing how it actually works and it, it's not a cumbersome system and it leads to a lot of fun and then obviously there's the hacking in the game that can lead to even more options the gameplay it just makes me go okay this is a game i gotta try and to be honest with you if you haven't seen it there this game was on a lot of good sales this holiday season so just another reason to throw it on that list now the next game i gotta tell you i'm i'm pretty pumped if this is under the tree it is yakuza the hd collection you guys know last year i fell in love with yakuza 0 played through it played through kiwami this year kiwami 2 i played through yakuza 6 i played through judgment which is like the side companion to the game i'm very excited to actually complete kiru's adventure you know three four five get to his full story uh, i am super excited about it I do have to say that this game has been on sale for like 30 bucks, which is, I mean, that's amazing. That's 10 bucks a game. Now, I will put it out there. I am a little bit nervous because if you guys listen to my Yakuza 6 review, I love so much about Kiwami that was built on what Yakuza 6 did. Kiwami 2, that is, built on what Yakuza 6 did that it kind of made Yakuza 6 kind of harder to get into because it was a step back. I'm looking at these collections and I'm saying, okay, well, these are just remasters. And across the entire PS3 generation. So Yakuza 3 is like early PS3. So I am a little bit nervous that it's going to be very jarring going back to that world. But I still think fundamentally it's going to be a good game. It's not the first time that I've went back to a PS3 game in the, you know, the last few years. So I think it'll be fine. And I've also read online that, hey, 3 is going to be a little bit jarring. 4 is going to be more in swing. And then 5 is a really great gameplay game. So uh, as in... It's going to play really smoothly. So I'm pretty excited about it. Can't wait to play it out. I'll probably space that game or those three games out throughout the year because that's just probably a huge uh, amount of time spent in that one collection of gaming. But 
I hope it's under there. I can't wait to play it if it is there. And finally, the last game on that Christmas list is Spider-Man Miles Morales. I got to tell you, I'm a huge fan of Spider-Man 2018. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was like the next step in superhero gaming on consoles. And I can't wait to play this game. I know there was a lot of confusion. Is it side content? Is it DLC? Like, what is the deal here? It seems like, yeah, it's not that full-blown feature, but there's still enough in this package to get a lot of fun, so to speak. So I hope it's under the Christmas tree. In all honesty, guys, I'd actually expected to be playing this game now. But it hasn't worked out that way. That's fine. But, oh, man, I hope it is under the Christmas tree waiting for me to unwrap it and play it cannot wait if it is true now i told you there was one other thing i'd like to see under the christmas tree don't know if saint nick's gonna help with this i would love to see a ps5 i would absolutely love to but unfortunately as you guys know they're not exactly easy to come by right now they're non-stop selling out we've had you know of course you got the people there trying to scalp it and things like that but unfortunately it seems like it won't be until springtime until we can probably just walk into a store and grab a PS5 and pay for it. I mean, it seems like a lot of times you have to be watching these sites, trying to find out the info of when they're going to get it, hope you get it. It's just, it's very much a troubled system. On top of that, it seems like a lot of these, you know, these first consoles coming out, people are having issues with it. So maybe it won't be a bad thing to wait until springtime, be able to walk in there stress-free, pick one out. Uh, but I absolutely cannot wait to get my hand on a PlayStation 5. That DualSense controller is going to be amazing. Just, I'll be honest with you, I'm very tempted to hold off on playing Watch Dogs Legion until I can get a PS5 just so I can do the, you know, the changing characters almost instantaneously. Because I'm going to tell you, sometimes playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla and dying and having to wait through that loading screen is like, oh man, I need a PS5 now. But guys, I would love to know what some games you want to see under your Christmas tree. All right, gamers, so I talked about not doing a graveyard shift, but there was a last-minute update to that. See, my boy, Mr. C, actually surprised me a couple weeks ago. Him, myself, Hulking Yoda, we were discussing IO Interactive's, you know, announcement that, hey, we're doing a James Bond game. And that led us to this whole topic, James Bond games and whatnot. Unbeknownst to me, Mr. C took that as an opportunity to find and send me From Russia With Love. The 007 game that was kind of a loose adaptation of that movie. He actually sent it to me on the PSP. Now, here's the thing. I remember Everything or Nothing. It was the game that kind of came out before that. EA made their own storyline and starred Pierce Brosnan, and it was fantastic. Russia with Love was a game that I really wanted to play. It's got Sean Connery. It's got classic jetpacks and all kind of super cool. Uh, the Sean Connery era gadgets from the 007 movies. But unfortunately, when it came out, I had kind of already moved on to the 360 and whatnot. So, like I said, Mr. C, as a Merry Christmas gift or just being a cool dude, finds a copy, sends it to me. And I've actually been playing around with that, and I just wanted to take a time to kind of edit this into this episode and talk about what I enjoy about it. And I gotta tell you, it's a fun game. First off, let me say, if you never played on the PSP, there's one big hang-up that developers had to deal with, and that's the fact there was only one analog stick. And a lot of times in third-person games, the face buttons, the square, the X, the circle, and the square, uh, triangle kind of determine which way you were looking at it's kind of moved your camera and the other issue with that is sometimes camera movement with that would be really quick really janky then just the default camera as it kind of you moved around the environment would kind of get a little janky or move too quick move too slow a few games handled it expertly i gotta say this game does a really good job with the layout and the buttons and you know hey man 
it does a phenomenal job of one staying behind your character a good bit of the time and then when it does move to the left or right it's got a really good speed at which you can adjust it with that square or that circle to kind of move it left or right so i definitely do enjoy it uh camera wise that's always a big thing you got to point out when you're playing a psp game but as it comes to the actual gameplay of it i gotta be honest with you i've enjoyed this game i mean it's classic you know ps2 psp era gaming but it's a lot of fun it really goes man I wish I'd have played this game when it first dropped because there's a lot to enjoy here. I've had some fun with it. You know, your classic James Bond, your Sean Connery, you got that white tuxedo top. I've made it a few levels in, and there's some really cool stuff. There's even challenges. So, you know, I haven't beat the game or anything like that, but I got to say it's been a fun diversion on this little holiday break I've had, which is why I don't really have a graveyard shift to talk about outside of even Valhalla this week. But that does bring me to my trophy of the month this month. And I gotta say, I was kind of debating a few. Obviously, it's really only gonna come from Valhalla. But what's the favorite trophy that I've actually completed this game? Well, for this month, it's gotta be one called Hard Choices. And the reason is, you get this from unlocking and completing the Granton Bridge Squire arc in England in the game. And what I love about this game is there's some really cool stuff. You're working with a, another Viking named Soma and you're kind of helping her out. You're trying to build this alliance. But what I really enjoy about it, and I think is really awesome, is the fact that she lets you know that there's a traitor in her group, in her close inner circle, and you have to figure it out. But here's the cool thing about Valhalla. Valhalla doesn't hold your hand. Like, there will be a part where she says, they let him up this area right here. Now, it's up to you to go investigate that. At that point, it's up to you to continue investigating clues and ask people around the, the town that she's in and just kind of see if you can find, put things together. Because at one point, you will have to tell her who you think is the traitor. And again, once you tell them, hey man, an action happens and that's it. There is no part of the game that says, you know, you chose correctly, you chose wisely, good job, or oh man, you messed this up. No, it is straight up. You make your choice. And that's what you're going to live with. I really do dig that because it does tie into the title of Hard Choices. There was at one point before I went to go make my choice, I was like, wait a minute. I don't think I finished hunting down this trail of clues that I had seen earlier in the game. Went back and did it. Completely changed who I was going to pick. So for the trophy of the month, it's got to be Hard Choices. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed getting a look into what I'm hoping is under my Christmas tree. But I'm going to tell you, I would love to know what you guys are hoping for. Is anybody else wanting a PS5? Are you wanting an Xbox Series X? I'd love to know. I can't find them anywhere, so hopefully you're having better luck with it if that was on your Christmas list as well. Also, I'm curious. What is the achievement or the trophy that you guys have unlocked this month that you think was so awesome to get? I mean, For me, these trophies, they're all personal. They all mean something to me individually. Why I like them, I'd love to know what you guys are loving about what you've unlocked recently. But with that being said, you can always let me know either one of those questions at thegraveyardgamer at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at thegraveyardgamer, or you can find me on Twitter at thegraveyardg. Until next time, I'll be creeping around the graveyard. <laughs>